And it's 2013, so a happy new year to everyone, and welcome back to the podcast with the Radical Change Group. I want to wish everyone a very, very happy new year from Arman, Sergey, and I, Mahipal, and we are kickstarting this new series that we believe is fundamental to how we show up in the world. What I mean by this is how do we show up as our very best and bring out the very best in people around us? The topic for podcasts or a series of podcasts here is striving. Essentially what we mean by striving is uh, groups that work. We've broken this uh, series of podcasts into five uh, subcategories and I'm just quickly going to go through what this means and give you a uh, overview of what's coming over the next few months and then we'll dwell right into the structure of the podcast itself. So we're going to talk about what tribing is. Second, we're going to introduce what modeling is and the different kind of modeling that happens. Third, we're going to get into modeling of tribes that work and here we're using the example of radical change group as an effective way of building groups. Fourth, get into the how, the process of what makes these groups work in a fantastic way. And then finally, close with what are the attributes and roles that the team members have to hold together in order to make groups work. So that's a general overview, and uh, we're going to kickstart with that. So guys, uh, let's, let's, start, let's start this conversation around uh, what tribing is and uh, why study it. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about this as we uh, jump in further. Well, tribing, uh, when I think of tribing, I remember that uh, concept of the flow, uh, very well described by, what was his name, Michael something, <laughs> Un unpronounceable <laughs> last name. Um, For me, a good tribe uh, brings this 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 feeling of the flow, this experience of life as a flow, uh, and kind of the collapse of the self, and then the an experience of joint uh, of joint reality through through all members of the tribe, and it's just such an amazing experience. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to say what 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 is more uh, amazing in this in this life. And experiences like this, so that by itself is is uh, is enough. You know, I'm not even talking about all the uh, all the benefits a tribe can bring, like uh, uh, ability to create uh, great things or uh, achieve a lot more than 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 you can individually or just a group that is not a tribe can. But the 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 actual the experience of being in the trap is just purely amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I when I think of the word tribing, that uh, I guess we invented probably we coined right? it, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard it before. Uh, to me, to me, this is uh, uh, well. The, the first picture, of course, for me is uh, the three of us. Uh, 
like the way we work together. And uh, I'm sure if uh, people have been listening for us for a while, uh, they they know what that means, uh, at least from the outside. Think about it. We've been and, working together and functioning since 2006. Yeah. So, uh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, I, mean, I actually haven't seen a, a small group functioning with such a dedication for so long, uh, with uh, absolutely no other reward other than you know just pure joy of doing that. Uh, this is like my, well, my first experience of that anyway. Uh, I know there are some other groups like that, but like this is my own experience, and uh, uh, that's what comes to my mind. Uh, people who work together passionately for whatever purpose they have, without expecting anything uh, back other than their own enjoyment and perhaps personal growth and uh, basically uh, not not material things, but rather, uh, I guess what people call spiritual things maybe, or, you know, things like for yourself, uh, for, yeah, I guess spiritual, that's probably the, better, the best word I can find for that. Yeah, so yeah, I think uh, you laid out an important point. We probably invented this word. And I think the intent behind the word tribing is the process of how effective tribes work. So uh, as we move forward and describe tribing and everything else around it, that's what that's what we mean. Mm-hmm. So what does tribing mean to me? Um, to me, it's two things. And what these two things are is, uh, first, how do you, as an individual, function at your very best and draw out the very best from everyone around you as you seek to serve a purpose far greater than yourself. To me, that is striving, first base. And second, uh, let's get into evolution theory a little bit. Uh, for a species to evolve, Cooperation is fundamental. The quality of that cooperation also defines the quality of your evolution. Right? If you want to study that, go look at Darwin's work and uh, you can spend a lot of time with that. Uh, so what we're talking about is the, the things that are not fundamentally visible to most people when they look at things. So when we are studying tribing, in some ways you can say that we are studying how a species evolves overall. So group evolution is fundamental in creating the environment where you as an individual can flourish. And it's not just about you flourishing, but how people in and around you or who come into your circle of influence can flourish in a systematic way. So to me, that's tribing. And I think uh, we... It's good that we don't. We all have our own versions of how we think about this and how we approach it, because that's what the confluence of these ideas will perhaps lead us uh, into some new areas. So, this this is what tribing is, and I think the logical question is why, you know, why study tribing and what are some of the benefits of uh, uh, of tribes that work. Uh, perhaps you guys want to share some examples other than RCG or RCG itself. How do you guys want to jump in on this? Hmm. Well, we can start laying out some of the benefits of of, uh, of having a tribe um, more specifically. And 
these to me provide the reasons to study it and and try to create it in your own life. Um, so, as, as far as concrete benefits, uh, there is a huge boost in uh, in productivity of a team that becomes a tribe. Uh, kind of the way I think about it is, since, uh, you know, from information theory, right? Uh, teams, as they grow large, they um, they become uh, less efficient and less effective uh, because the number of information pathways increases, right? And a lot more friction is happening in these channels. Well. I think of tribing as, as it's almost like a super mind in some ways, you know, where the number of people grows, uh, but the uh, complexity of information does not grow as fast as it would in a regular team. So there's a much higher increase in productivity compared to a regular team. Uh, another tangible benefit is just the quality of being in, in, in such a group and the quality of just simply quality of time, you know. Um, you know, think of think of your regular work environment, workplace. Yeah, you, you probably even if you have a, a good workplace, it's still work, right? You go there and if you were paid you probably wouldn't go there. If if you weren't paid you probably wouldn't go there. But with tribe you go there because the quality of that space is so enriching that <laughs> you know, you go there even when you are paid. Uh, it simply is 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 uh, making you larger as a human being. Quite often, you have to pay for it, actually. Yeah, yeah we have we've paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> like us, yeah, we've been paid for ICG for what is it, seven years by now? Seven years, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, a long time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another uh, tangible benefit is all the friendships you form. Uh, well, there's a tribe, which is a group of several people, right? But then there are also individual friendships that are being uh, built and 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 maintained, and also uh, because the quality of a relationship is so deep, uh, these friendships can last a whole lifetime. Huge benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of the key area here is uh, ideas that need to reach tipping points need tribes. Um, you know, yes, yeah, sometimes uh, a single individual manages to change the world, but uh, he doesn't do it without a tribe. I mean, look at even Jesus and Osho, if you want, these great, great people. But what made them reach that tipping points is their circle of 12, which is still, which is still a tribe. So I think when um, the very essence of your being is being resonated by these other people as well, and uh, current to your point where this almost the super mind or a god mind or uh, a world mind comes into being uh, because of the force of your uh, relationship, that actually allows ideas uh, to, to find that tipping point for them to enter into the mass mind, right? Uh, again, going back to evolution theory, right? Uh, evolution happens in, in elite groups. I mean, people, it's sad that we... When we hear the word elite, we only think about negative aspects of being elite. But evolution would not happen at a mass level. It happens and it's experimented in elite groups. And when these elite groups have learned to survive, that is quickly replicated ac- across the species. 
So, uh, so in many ways, effective tribes fosters the evolution of an entire species. I can't think of uh, why you wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it forms the basis of what fundamental good cooperation is. That's one key benefit. And I think the second key benefit, uh, bringing it more down to earth, if you will, is you as an individual are enriched. Uh, I'll I'll speak from personal experience here. I I had some very fixed ideas about uh, uh, what NLP was or mythology was, what growth was. I thought I had it all right. Yeah. and you did. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are kind. Uh, no, but uh, uh, but us coming oh, together. You had it all figured out, and then you met us. And, I met <laughs> and then I realized, damn, even the smart guys got it wrong. So I got to fix them too. <laughs> no, but, but 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 more seriously, uh, you guys enriched my life, right? Uh, you questioned some of the ideas and helped refine many of them. And we, we together, uh, I think, uh, grew uh, our conversations even outside of RCG and restored relationships. And uh, just like you guys have helped me grow quite a bit over the years, uh, I hope I've done the same for you guys because I was a very private person, uh, primarily because I didn't want to face my demons. I was uh, scared of my uh, flaws being seen and uh, my weaknesses, uh, uh, or not weaknesses, rather uh, nature's experiments on me. There's one way to think about it. (laughs) Uh, 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 What's the word I'm looking for? Um, You know, people people tend to see your challenges as uh, major flaws and if you buy into that, you exp- you basically uh, have alienated yourself. And what you guys helped me see was it's okay, it's okay. I need to accept. Uh, I need to accept both my uh, both the brilliance that I have and the flaws that I have completely for me to flourish. So so that's a key benefit of uh, of uh, tribing as well, where these tribes can help you provide a structure where you learn to accept yourself fully, completely, and find that safe space to step out into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you just pretty much said everything that uh, I had on my, on my mind as well. So, you know, I'll just try to say a couple of, um, uh, couple of the same things, but uh, maybe slightly different words, like the way I uh, perceive it. Uh, one uh, uh, big aspect for me in the tribing process is uh, actually the ability to work at my uh, full capacity at the, as you know as a as a complete self. Uh, what I mean by that is basically, personally, I find that it's very hard for me to do anything. Um, uh, I guess creative, perhaps, and some, something big. Basically, just do it by myself. I I, I can do uh, a grudge work like it's you know the chores and you know simple technical stuff by myself. But if it comes to creating something new, creating some new structures, getting you know great ideas or something, you know big ideas about uh, new things, uh, I'm usually stuck just you know looking at a uh, uh, white piece of paper, you know, and I just can't do anything. Uh, 
usually. And uh, what I find is that if I have someone to bounce the ideas against, it just starts flowing. And uh, if uh, that person or those you know, few people uh, are on the same, on the same uh, wavelength, if you will, they have a certain chemistry and you know, they're, they're into the same um, ideas, they're excited about it, then uh, it, we just create such wonderful uh, stuff uh, pretty much out of nothing, it seems. Like it used to be this big white sheet of paper and suddenly, boom, it just filled with all these ideas and where do they come from? God knows. Uh, each of us individually can sit and think about it and nothing comes out and then we all get together and suddenly, boom, it'll just, uh, uh, it'll just there. So uh, I think what, what happens for me is that uh, a tribe and the process of tribing brings out all that, uh, all that potential that is there, but for whatever reason is not activated on its own. So it needs an external stimulus. And uh, when people get together, for me, that's the biggest benefit that people basically uh, help them help each other to bring it out in themselves. Yeah, it's fascinating how we, uh, how we see these uh, uh, benefits. And I think uh, uh, just, just a random thought here. Um, I think uh, it'll be interesting as we go through to perhaps at some point explore what the benefits of tribing are at each level of the spiral. Because what that, what that basically will do is that depending on where you are on your development cycle, it'll have a different set of benefits. You know, just mm-hmm. thought that came in. Mm-hmm. So, hey, guys. Uh, so, Do you want to talk about the uh, drawbacks of having a tribe? Sure, let's try it. Mm-hmm. What do you have well, If they're right, you, well, you would think they should be, right? Well, I think uh, if if uh, uh, the tribe mind takes over the individual will and individual mind, and there's no room for the individual to remain an individual, from my perspective, that's fucked up. Would that be, <laughs> that, that, would that be tribing, though? <laughs> well, it would be tribing, right? I mean, the reason I'm saying that, I mean, it, tribing, uh, I think it has a light and a dark, a shadow side as well, right? Like, if you if you think about it, let's just go to the extreme, right? Okay. Just Just the other extreme. Uh-huh. Think about yeah, it, not Nazi yeah, Germany. Cults are the extreme, are the other end of the tribe. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you okay. if you think about uh, the uh, cult, well, I don't like the word cult, but yes, who I get the idea. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, the the reason is, what is a cult? It just uh, is a religion that doesn't have enough people, right? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, let me not get there. Uh, but but think about the Nazi Germany. Was it an effective tribe? Yeah. Because people who got together for, uh, they cooperated, but essentially it was, I think the critical part is whether it added to the world or it took away from the world. And in that case, it took away from the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think where, and the individuals stopped thinking for themselves and saying, Hey, is this right? Or is this wrong? And I think you would find this even in gangs perhaps, right. Where, uh, the, indi- the where individuality and the individual growth, is is almost sacrificed to achieve a group goal. And I think that is, if if the tribing process is not handled well, if it's not well integrated, that would be a drawback. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Hmm. So may, maybe 
this is a suggestion. I don't know if uh, that makes sense or not yet. But um, uh, maybe we should differentiate then. Uh, perhaps what we're talking about is the tribing that adds to the individual, to the right? Yes. And if it doesn't, then maybe we could say it's you know something else, or do you want to consider it as a spectrum? Because I, I, I almost see it as almost different things. I don't really see it as much as a spectrum. I think Somehow. I think this is uh, we will cover this in the attributes, right? Yeah. And I think uh, uh-huh. I think it's critical, at least as we think about tribing, is that it adds to the world and to the individual. If it doesn't, if it doesn't add to both, then something is something is off, and that is yeah. not tribing, at least in my language. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You guys agree? Yeah, let's go over this for now. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get more into. Uh, the differences as we as we go through the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 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 that brings me to uh, back to the same uh, Armand's question, right? Uh, are there any drawbacks in the tribing as a as a you know in in a positive sense, right? If it brings mm-hmm. people and and, uh, and and the participants are you know in the flow and it does contribute to them, but are there any drawbacks even there? And I, I can't think of one, but I'm sure there's got to be something. I think it depends on how we define drawbacks. Uh, uh, so right now I can't think of one because I, when I think about tribing, I think in terms of evolution. And if we say that there are problems with evolution, then wow, we have some serious <laughs> issues. <laughs> uh, well, actually, okay, well, the, maybe it's um, well, one of the things that... that uh, I, We've actually observed with RCG, like when when we get the three of us get together and there are people around us, they watch us, right? Uh, quite often they're almost freaked yes. out, yes, right? Like it's we scare, we scare people oh, yeah. literally, yeah. <laughs> right? Each one of us can be very uh, uh, powerful, and together it just yeah. escalates multiple times. Well, I, I, w- I would say, uh, you know, we actually do attract people individually. Like each of us individually, we can we can come to a group and we can naturally become their leader. It, it happened a few times, right? Unless there is a stronger leader in the group. Um, but the same people who would who would be happier to be led by each of us individually, once the three of us get together, it's like it it literally scares them shitless. It's like what's going on here? Like whoa, 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 right? So. Uh, I don't know if it's a drawback, but it's something kind of to watch out for, right? Well, yeah, I agree. There is a certain <clears throat> sense of uh, in group in groupness here, right? Uh, a good tribe shares uh, same language, same context, uh, and uh, a lot of communication is nonverbal. A lot of it is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. So, someone outside, uh, they're just not going to get it. Uh, the, the, they won't understand the communication, so there will be an, an outsider, right? So they kind of the, in, in essence, uh, this this might mathematically this might be an interesting way of looking at it. Is that uh, the members of a tribe they form deeper bonds with each other, uh, but by virtue of doing it, they also create a stronger boundary around the tribe. Mm. Which is harder to penetrate for others. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. let's just take a, a very different approach to this. I, I I hear what you're saying, Arman, and I agree with you. 
uh, if you look at the structure of the brain itself, and uh, if you see the gray, uh, the gray matter, the gray cells in your brain as individuals, mm-hmm. when when certain parts of your brain or certain skills are practiced over and over again, mm-hmm. those become very finely ingrained, and the connection becomes very strong. Breaking out of that into a new pattern is extremely hard, and it's extremely hard also to bring the other muscle groups to do something in a way that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. So if if it becomes so finely ingrained that the tribe is your your identity, then you're in deep shit, man. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it almost might be crossing over to the negative side of it, right? The shadow side. Uh, if you if you're losing the identity to a group, it's almost like a cult for you, even if it's not really as a, as a whole. Thing. Yeah, and I think uh, that's one point. And the second point is, I think what is sacrificed is self-expression because now you have become robotic mm-hmm. rather than allowing new emergence to happen. So, so tribing for me, tribing, uh, tribing that works is where uh, rejuvenation. is a part of that entire process over and over again i mean look at us what we are at version 5 of rcg elos count yeah i mean okay <laughs> at least 5 right i mean where there was fundamental reinvention and and that's what breeds in new life but if you look at some other tribes maybe certain groups within nlp they that entire world is so stuck within that world of nlp that anything that is even slightly on outside of the edge is threatening so what do they do they they form even stronger bonds with the people who think exactly like them the 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 emergence the newness is completely lost what made nlp wonderful was going and modeling new skills new people but where nlp is today it's just in the realm of freaking applications stupid applications that uh were innovative in 1970s like the six step mm-hmm. belief process and people still doing it i can't believe it mm-hmm. where they haven't tried to look and find hey what else is possible this is just the the starting point to a whole brave new world you know so guys uh, what are from your perspective some of the characteristics viewing from the outside of tribes that work of effective tribes mm-hmm. what would you observe i think one thing i observe is they all seem to be in sync marching towards uh, a common goal and they just are a uh, uh, a force to be dealt with you know not like damn those guys are in sync that's that's one yeah. thing that yeah. that you observe it's very powerful presence very powerful presence um and um from outside again it 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 might look a little you know alien in the sense that it's this is a group that is very well synced together and you know and they play in some very complicated tune and you can't just jump in and play the same thing right mm-hmm. even if even you know even if you were, would be a perfect member of a tribe it would still take some time for you to uh enter it yeah and what the, and also the watching the tribe work or, or do do their thing or do do what they kind of what the core of the tribe is 
uh, watching them do the dances is also amazing because uh, what they're able to achieve or, or create is just like mm, so much more than you would expect. Now think of a symphony, mm-hmm. right? Think of a good symphony and you, you, you have the orchestrator and hundreds of musicians playing playing a complex piece and each one contributes in a systematic way but what is created at the end of it is just blows your mind leaves you mesmerized right mm-hmm. yeah it, it 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 is you're right i i think the uh, the most noticeable part of a good tribe is uh, it's like this very well working machine uh, in a way right the, or i don't know system maybe is a better mm-hmm. word um that uh, they just do something that uh, doesn't seem to be almost almost doesn't seem to be humanly possible. It's all, almost like beyond that, and and probably it is because it's a multiple multiple people uh, synchronized together doing something which each individual cannot really. So uh, the other thing we also noticed from the outside is that they seem to have a common language, a common set of values, uh, almost a common uniform. And I don't mean army uniforms, but, you know, they, they kind of move similarly. They kind of speak a similar language. They, they mark themselves out in a somewhat similar way. And it's very easy to identify members of a group, even if you break them apart. There's something that, that mm-hmm. uh, marks them out. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Which which also reminds me of another thing. Uh, for 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 the tribes, the kind of tribes we are talking about, uh, another marker is that people are very much alive. They're very much in the element. Like the moment they get yes. together and start talking about whatever they do, yes, uh, or doing whatever they do, they're like right into the element. Yes, and, and it's like so obvious, and they're like so fired up about it. It's yes, like you can't stop them. Yes. Yeah, there's that aliveness. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think from the outside, that's what is visible. Mm-hmm. But as we know, there's more than that meets the eye. Right? <laughs> as always. <laughs> yeah. So what is important, what is really important is not the what you see. I mean, you see, you find plenty of books that look at uh, good to great, and passion for excellence in the management arenas. They look at the what's, you know. Okay, this is what is visible from the outside. But what is the secret sauce is essentially how these groups work. And this realm of how is where uh, modeling actually comes in. Do you guys just want to talk a little bit briefly about the importance of how? Uh, well, I, I would love to talk a little bit about, about modeling. Um, <laughs> and because modeling answers the question of how, right? Uh, it kind of briefly set up the uh, the foundation for future podcasts. Uh, modeling comes from well, to us it came from NLP. That's where the three of us first met it. Although as a as a skill or as an approach has been around forever, forever <laughs> as mm-hmm. old as as old as human beings are um, since the monkeys. Uh, and at at its core it. It's taking something that works and figuring out how to do it again. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's, that's kind of the very basic. And then there is a lot of layers and levels and whatnot to it because some of the things you, tr you might try to model can be very easy and some of the things can be very complex. Mm -hmm. And the tools and the techniques you need are different for that. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, it's, it's funny. We find ourselves back in the world of NLP here as a starting point. Uh, there's a story I, I heard from Tony, uh, uh, which, which explains this very well. You know, Tony Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins. Sorry. Uh -huh. Tony Robbins. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, he was talking about uh, uh, the stock uh, back, back, long time back in the day when uh, he was doing his unlimited seminar, unlimited power seminars. But it had a deep impact. This particular phrase, uh, where uh, he said. Uh, if your strategy for watching a sunrise is running west, you're in deep shit. <laughs> so that basically laid the foundation for that. Hey, you need to have the right strategy in order to achieve the results you want. So the how, in other words, is uh, the strategy mm -hmm. for seeing that sunrise. And the strategy cannot be run really fast, run west, right? So you had to figure out how do you go east? When do you when do you go east? And at what height you are for you to see that spectacular sunrise? So so the how of the goal is the strategy for you to achieve the desired result. So we've talked about the outer characteristics for you to achieve those outer characteristics. What is the inner working, the strategy to achieve it? So that's what uh, the importance of the how is. So thanks, Tony. Can't believe I'm thanking him, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and for us, the uh, well, kind of the reason for being uh, for this series of podcasts is that uh, after all these years of uh, RCG, we just got curious: uh, how do we do it? How does this striving works? Because it obviously works extremely well for us. And we wanted to model it and figure out how it works and then replicate it in our own lives. And then uh, also bring it to you, to our listeners, some of this uh, knowledge and some of the skills. So, and that's exactly what we have done in, in, the, um, in the following podcast in the series. We'll so, be talking a lot more about the how and the modeling and, and the results of our own applications of these models uh, to other tribing processes. So, so I think this is important. This is not just a, a third person, you know, a scientist view where you disconnect yourself from everything and just try to look at it from the outside. We are putting ourselves in the fire. So, guys, uh, let's uh, let's uh, step into the fire and uh, publicly state where we are taking this and where this unraveling that we are experiencing, where we are taking it in our personal mm -hmm. lives. So that you, your listeners, can see that not only has it worked in the past, but we are actually putting money where our mouth is, so to speak, in where we want to take this. Yeah. So guys, I want to talk about your projects where you're applying this. Right. Taste your own medicine, huh? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> like the old guys used to do in, the, what, in alchemy, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as for me... Uh, it's uh, it's filmmaking. So uh, one of the uh, one of the early projects that I'm thinking of uh, bringing it, uh, which might change, but this is this is the idea that I have for now, and this is where I'm going to try it first, is uh, to uh, build a uh, community of uh, filmmakers with uh, whether in a tribing piece 
comes uh, in uh, building the core of that community, the, the kind of the, uh, well, the, the exact team, if you will, uh, that will, uh, uh, that basically will take the filmmaking, uh, the enthusiasts of filmmaking in the Bay Area and um, uh, move them a little closer to being, to becoming professionals. So I like to get those kind of people who are moving into filmmaking as their next career and uh, form a little tribe and a bunch of uh, people around that uh, in support of, uh, of that uh, core group. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Okay, for me... Mm. I've been dancing uh, quite a lot in the last few years and uh, I am uh, curious to apply the the, the tribing principles to uh, to form um a tribe around dancing, um, and I don't know um, where it will go, will happen with it. Uh, at this point, it's it's really like a laboratory, an exploration of a dance form and of performance. You want to say a little more about what kind of dance form and what kind of performance, uh, Karan? Uh, yeah, I would love to. It's um, uh, contact improvisation, which is a kind of a <laughs> You can think of it as a cross between a, a dance and Aikido. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so wrong to my ears. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sounds good. Well, anyway, I, I love this dance form. I think it's um, it's one of the most um, enriching uh, ways of of expressing your being through movement. And through joint movement with uh, with other people, uh, I've been fascinated and exploring it for a few years. So now I want to um, see how I can create a tribe uh, for the purpose of exploring it further and for the purpose of exp- performing in that dance form. Cool. Uh, so where I am taking it is uh, in the arena of martial arts. And the idea that I've been playing with is what I call a living tradition. Uh, let me be a little more specific about this. Is, uh, uh, you have uh, a study in art which uh, has been handed down from, to me from my teacher and to him from his teacher before him. And uh, uh, it's, it's a very small, very elite group. And uh, uh, we've been practicing this for a while. And many of them are extremely individualistic and trying to get them all working together sometimes can be interesting and challenging. Uh, this is the area that I want to go into. And uh, the, the piece that I'm bringing in uh, that I want to play with is this notion of a living tradition. So many, many times when people think about tradition, it's basically replicating what has worked in the past for many, many years or centuries or whatever that time frame is. Uh, however, I study Japanese art and uh, just because these things worked for the samurai and whenever it worked, those guys were five feet tall and lived with swords, uh, lived in rural Japan. I don't live in rural Japan. I'm not five feet tall. And, <laughs> you know, I have access not just to my sword, but also to my guns. 
So uh, a living tradition. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I'm not making fun of them, but uh, trying to bring forth the idea that a tradition needs to be rejuvenated. A tradition needs for it to live needs to find new life and new members, and that's where I'm looking to form our tribe, a tribe of individuals uh, who want to grow. Mm-hmm. So this is where rubber meets the road, and uh, I, like you guys know, I've started applying these principles uh, already towards that, and there are some fascinating insights. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is what tribing is, and this is what we are studying. So guys, um, uh, as we jump into the next series of podcasts, where we'll give an overview of what what modeling is and the different kinds of modeling. Uh, but before that, let's wrap this podcast up. Any closing thoughts on tribing? I guess all I have to say is, you know, tribing is really cool. Uh, if you haven't tried it, you know, find a way to try it. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, try it. Yes. <laughs> I I think this is one of the essential skills uh, for uh, for the evolution of uh, humanity. And uh, uh, coming from an individualistic as me, that's a huge thing to say. And uh, I think. Uh, I think it's critical. So, yeah, I also think that it's something that we all know very well. Uh, our ancestors used to uh, form tribes, and uh, and it's in our blood and it's in our bones. Uh, I think um, we kind of have forgotten it in some ways because of our individualistic stance on life, and also because of the industrialization and the whole uh, machinistic thinking, right? Yeah. Uh, but deep inside, we know how it feels and, and, and it's really coming back to some to something that nature has already put into us. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you and I think the only difference is that our ancestors tri- tribed only with uh, people of that color, that geographic area, that bloodline yeah. or yeah. that religion. And the tribing process that we are talking about is much more global. Well, uh, like you said, you got to adapt old, old principles and old practices to a new age. Yes, and you got to got to rejuvenate them. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm just you know I had this picture in my head of a highway poster that says "God Tribe." <laughs> 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 All right. So, so with that, good Have night a, and good luck. Have a wonderful day. And may you be happy. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.